Hey y'all, welcome to Ain't No Such Thing, where we tell original southern horror stories and we explore legends you may have already heard of. My name is Amanda, and I'm joined by my partner, Kevin Laporte. Welcome to season two of Ain't No Such Thing. Let's talk about what to expect in season two, Amanda. We'll be doing the same types of stories, launching one original southern horror story. Most written by me, but we'll have guest writers as well, I'm sure, just like we did in season one. We'll be releasing those on Sunday nights as we did before. If we get busy, it might be Monday morning, but normally Sunday night. And on Wednesdays, we'll be talking legends, usually southern horror legends. We went through a lot of them in season one. We've got some interesting ones lined up for season two, including one for this week's episode. One thing you'll notice that's different is Jess won't be joining us every week when we talk about Legends, but she will be joining us as her schedule allows. She's uh, a direct care staff in the medical profession, so she's a lot busier. So that'll be the only real change. So the legend we're going to explore in this episode is a cryptid. And it's an Alabama cryptid, apparently. One that we've never heard of. Yeah. You know, you see those those, uh, maps on Facebook that give a feature about each state. And our craziest, creepiest creature on one that I saw was the Alabama White Thang. But those same maps, those same social media posts will have things like most popular candy in your state. And for us, it'll be like those orange peanut butter, you know. Oh, the hell with those. Those are straight from the devil. The things that they throw at Mardi Gras that end up in the gutter that people step on. But like, yeah. That, that it ends up being things like that. So the, I don't give a lot of credence to what those maps say. That's just what somebody, you know, in India that's doing the marketing for whatever website trying to get clickbait going is determining. It, it never seems to make sense or is it things I've never heard of. And that includes the Alabama white thing. Never heard of it. Might be because it's a north and central Alabama phenomenon. And down here. We're on the Gulf Coast. Maybe that's why we don't know about it. We are from two different worlds, us in northern Alabama. Very much so. We love y'all, though. So the Alabama white thing, or thang, T-H-A-N-G. Get it right. This is not a thing. Not like Ben Grimm of the Fantastic Four. It's a thang. I got to prepare myself for this. Thing, thing, thang, thang. Okay. The Alabama white thang. Um, I've seen conflicting reports stating that it's been around since the 30s and some that say it's been around since the 40s. There are lots of conflicting reports about the Alabama white thing. It's all conflicting reports. (laughs) (laughs) The Alabama white thing spends its time up near Huntsville and is basically an albino Bigfoot. Well, that's one way people describe it, but honestly, there's no consistent description at all. I think Albino Bigfoot is just kind of the fallback for when you don't know what else to call a white furry monster that you see in the woods. Well, it did vary wildly in its description to a to a Sasquatch like creature or Well my favorite was that it's a kangaroo with a cat's head. <laughs> that was good. I couldn't uh, I don't know what to make of a kangaroo with a cat's head or what that might look like or how it would be frightening other than that it's some genetic freak that that means there's some, some stranger things type of laboratory near your home and your cat is going to end up atop the body of a decapitated kangaroo. That's a little terrifying. 
especially if you know our cat. She's looking at us. Well, at least she's she's got a head to look at us with. <laughs> so, Sasquatch, kangaroo with a cat head. I saw some descriptions that said it was sort of a featureless alien creature, sort of like a gray Huntsville. I'm looking at y'all. But there, one thing you pointed out when we were talking about this pre-show is that there's not really any good encounter description. That it's just all anecdotal. But there's no real encounter that anybody can describe in detail of events that happened to them as a result of a run-in with the Alabama white thing. Nobody has a good story. They just have descriptions that are pretty awful. But I understand you found one story from a media source. It's brief, but it tickled me. From AL.com, I'm going to, to read this to you folks. Many have speculated that the white thing is an albino Bigfoot or perhaps a large albino bear. Peter J. Gossett writes on his website of Winston County History, freestateofwinston.org, that his aunt, Veneta Martin-Smith, knew people who reported the white thing. Smith told Gossett, Old man George Norris, he's seen it over there in Enon Graveyard, and he said it looked like a lion, you know, bushy, betwixt a dog and a lion. It was white and slick with long hair. It had a slick tail. Down on the end of the tail was a big old bush of hair. He leant up against a tree and fell asleep. When he woke up, the sun was just rising, and the white thing was laying right there beside him and looking at him. He said, it didn't offer to hurt him or nothing. <laughs> the end. What so, an encounter. So when, from that description, what does it remind you of? If you just heard that without knowing about an Alabama white thing... <laughs> Bang! What would what would you think is this guy encountering? A bobcat, <laughs> the cowardly lion. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. The the Put tail description. It's just like, did he fall in a vat of Martha White flower? Oh, <laughs> poor thing. He's king of the forest, you know. <laughs> wow! Didn't offer to hurt him or nothing. Well, I think that's about the best uh, encounter description we were able to find in our research on the Alabama White thing. Definitely the most entertaining. Well, it seems like they're finding it in mountainous terrain in the north and central part of the state, which is consistent with what you hear from people who claim to have encountered the Yeti, the Sasquatch, the Abominable Snowman, same as the Yeti, I guess. So the the Yetis are the, the cold weather Sasquatch, right? Yes, in what, East Asia, China, you know, places like that. That's where the... Yeti is supposed to show up, as I understand it. I see. And the Bigfoot is more North American. So I can see where they would default to an albino Bigfoot, but the descriptions really don't don't depict an albino Bigfoot. Now, they do say that it smells bad, like the, uh, the Bigfoot community Sasquatch. <laughs> well, things that smell bad are not restricted to animals in the state of Alabama. <laughs> I'm just going to put true. that on the table and bipedal things that just walk on two legs that smell bad are not restricted to animals in the state of Alabama. Those are way more common than we give <laughs> it credit for. Especially in the rural parts of the state. Let's just be honest about it. You don't know who you're going to run into out there or what they look like or what they smell like, <laughs> but you're going to catch that last part first when you come upon them. Some of the other features that people have described for the Alabama white thing, 
it's bipedal, so it walks on two legs. But when it runs, it runs on all fours. It just seems like it's showing off. You know, it just seems like this thing is out there. This thing is out there. And people come across and it's standing. It's like, hey, what's up, guys? And as soon as you spot it, it takes off on four legs like it's something special. Like it's got something to prove to those of us that run on just two legs. It's parkour for the, the hillbilly parkour, forest. Parkour, parkour. A lot of the accounts also say that it screams like a woman. <laughs> now, do you take offense to that as a woman that, that screams in a particular way that may be demeaning because it's equated with screaming like a quote-unquote woman? Hey, a woman will scream and, and cut you. I don't think that's what they were referring to. Well, though. yeah, I know they're derogatory in their description. <laughs> but. They were going for a 80s scream queen kind of sound, you know, Linnea Quigley, <laughs> like, you know, some B-movie monsters got hold of me scream, but the B-movie monster is the one doing the screaming in this scenario. Oh, dear. So is it scared of people? You'd be walking through the forest, you know, just minding your business, and then the Alabama white thing goes, ah! <laughs> And then runs off on four legs. Maybe it's making fun of the people. Maybe they screamed like women, and then it screamed like them, like a woman, whatever any of that means. And it all just got jumbled together in their fish story afterwards. Maybe they screamed that way in some hysterical, fearful voice, and that's what they heard, but they didn't want to take the credit for said scream. So instead, they blame it on the poor old Alabama white thing who's just up there running around on four legs. I want to hear from the white thing. Um Alabama white thing, you can email us, <laughs> contact contact the Ain't No Th- Such Thing podcast because, you know, we want to hear your side of it. He can take his iPad out of his kangaroo pouch with his kitty cat mouth and tap on it with his kangaroo paws and I, I would send us some, an email. I'd leave some feed or something out for him. <laughs> he doesn't sound like a bad creature. He ain't done nothing mean. He didn't offer to hurt nobody. Well, apparently he's not injured anybody. There's no accounts of attacks by the Alabama white thing. None that I could find. People just run across it and it runs away on four legs and screams like a woman. It, <laughs> it, it sounds like the people are the danger and not the poor white thing. It sounds like, anybody remember that old South Park episode where they go hunting for Scuzzlebutt and he has the Patrick Duffy leg and he's just wandering through the woods? No, I don't remember that. Oh my God, it's the funniest thing. It also sounds like it could be some prop from, you know, drama school play. Some kind of window dressing just to scare people. It's like, I, I would expect it to be scaring people away from a still in that area. Me. Could be. Or, you know, we live in Alabama. Sports are big here, including high school sports. And every school has a mascot. And some jackass got hold of an old mascot costume, spray painted it white with something he bought at AutoZone. And he's running around in the woods with his buddies with a you know cell phone video, found footage, quote unquote, taking video of people running away screaming like women every time they see him in his old, you know, uh, West Haven High School country bear costume. Big Al. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not talk about or disparage the name of Big Al. Big Al's awesome. Country bear jamboree. What are some other alternative explanations for the, the Alabama white thing since it's described as appearing so differently in different encounters? I've got a few. So tall... Furry, doesn't really do anything to attack. I think it's the bumble from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) Toothless, just kind of friendly. The bumble screamed. I don't know if it was like a woman, maybe a horse woman. (laughs) Horse as in H-O-A-R-S-E, not (laughs) H-O-R-S-E. 
Maybe it's um, a rejected David Bowie <laughs> alter ego from between the Ziggy Stardust and uh, thin white Duke phases of his career. Maybe because one picture I saw looked pretty sophisticated. It's like the the white thing was like leaned to one side. And you look kind of rakish to me, honestly. I missed that one. <laughs> There's a whole album there that'll be that's in David Bowie's vault that'll come out soon. Rest in peace, David Bowie. We love you. In Alabama, you find crazy white things running around in the woods. It could just be a drunk Klansman that got separated from his group. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, that That's a likely explanation, It's an entirely likely explanation. It's probable, in fact. And that person, if discovered, would scream like a woman and run away on all fours. I think it's pretty solid that any Klansman would behave in such a manner when upon encountering good well-intended people you know what i want if that's the case i want the Crichton leprechaun to come fight the alabama white thing well hug and molly will show up and murder both of them so <laughs> she can be the ring girl <laughs> in round one I, I believe in hug and molly far more than any of these other ones i'll just be honest with you i do i loved hug and molly <laughs> i thought that was a great one she, she's the, the best woman. one we've we've explored inside the state so far and the wolf woman was interesting the wolf too. woman's good yeah uh, a couple other notes here on the alabama white thing there's a bizarre william shatner connection to the alabama white thing if you read all the descriptions the way that we've described the alabama white thing furry bipedal relatively harmless but kind of scary you go back to star trek you go back to twilight zone in episode 19, and this is the first, I'm a geek, the first thing I thought of when I saw a, an artist rendition of the Alabama White thing was a creature from season two, episode 19 of Star Trek. And I did have to look that up. I did not memorize that. I figured you did, Kevin. <laughs> Who are you? But I did watch a lot of Star Trek as a kid. There's a large white ape creature with a big horn on its head called a Mugato that fights Captain Kirk and... Dr. McCoy, a number of times during that episode. And that's what I thought of. I thought that that was it. Kirk, of course, dispatches the beast because that's what Captain Kirk does. Of course. Gets the woman, dispatches the beast, and nobody runs away screaming. Nobody runs away on all fours, at least not that I know of. And then we go to the classic, possibly the most well-known Twilight Zone episode, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, in which William Shatner again, plays a man who has acrophobia, scared of heights, scared of being on a plane, is having a panic attack for all 60 minutes of this episode, and out on the wing is this gremlin that looks exactly like they've described the Alabama white thing. Big, white, furry, apish, and he's tearing the wing apart, and nobody can see him but William Shatner. Now, my question to you, Amanda, is, is the person reporting all these Alabama white thing encounters William Shatner? Yes. <laughs> because nobody has named a name other than the story you had in ale.com. And I don't believe those names because nobody in Alabama has names like that. That is true. I also heard that the Alabama white thing wears a Michael Myers mask sometimes. So. <laughs> and if you don't get that reference, the Michael Myers mask is a William Shatner Halloween mask from the 70s turned inside out. <laughs> Trivia. So there's something really meta about the creature that only William Shatner sees wearing a William Shatner mask inside out. And there's something I can't quite wrap my head around the significance of that. This is really going to affect me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to sleep at night ever again. Thank you, Alabama White Thing. 
Well, that's our analysis of the Alabama white thing. We did not quite take it seriously, um, but there's not much there to take seriously. And that'll be our approach in season two. We are not going to take legends seriously that are flimsy, (laughs) goofy, as in this case, just inconsistent, fairly meaningless. But admittedly, it was fun. It was fun to read about. It brought up lots of cool references. We laughed a lot. We laughed a lot during the, the podcast. But we, what we will continue to take seriously are the stories that we make. And we do not represent in any way that our stories are real, factual, based in reality. They might be based on personal experiences in terms of the behaviors and actions of the protagonists in those stories. But the supernatural aspects, no. Not based on anything real. They aren't? They are not. Oh, man. No. Sorry to tell you. But I'll have one for you this Sunday, and it'll be a theme particularly people who were raised in the 80s and 90s will be familiar with. I won't spoil it for you now, but we'll be releasing something about it in the Facebook group in a couple of days. So look forward to that and another legend next Wednesday. Hopefully one a little more credible than the Alabama White (laughs) Thing. We did enjoy you while you were here with us, White Thing. So we will see you next week. Well, thanks very much, y'all, for joining us. Definitely looking forward to getting some stories and legends back to you. In the meantime, you can listen to the rest of our podcast library wherever you get your podcast. And you can join us in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash ain't no such thing. If you're in the group, I definitely want to hear from you on what legends you think we should talk about. Do you have any in your hometown, home state, that you think need some attention or to be affectionately poked fun at? We want to know. So thanks again, y'all, for listening. And we're going to be back with another one for you real soon. Bye-bye.